We are back. Episode 6 of Dual Threat Radio. I know a lot of you are wondering what happened last week and we let you guys down. We had some technical difficulties. Uh, what had happened is uh, me and Rigo here recorded our best episode yet. I got I tried to get a little fancy with it. I finally got my old microphone back. I launched the FL Studio software recording program on the laptop. Had everything going nice, smooth, crisp sounding content for you guys. And right when we finished the episode, I hit stop on the recording button and that shit just froze on me. And you know what? It was very heartbreaking. Me and Rigo uh, unfortunately have busy schedules, so a remake was not possible. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I was pretty bummed out about that. I think you guys would have enjoyed that episode. It was just so, it was so smooth. Rigo, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing good here. Back. You know, we took our first L of the season. First L. But you know, like all the great teams, after a loss, you know, go get into the, basically, you know, just think about what went wrong and get better this week. So that's what we're going to do and come out swinging. And, and, and just... Just uh, just to touch on that note uh, about last week's episode, um, I do have the free trial of FL Studios. So if any of our listeners would like to donate $9.99.99 to the program, we will uh, we can bring back that lost episode uh, <laughs> if, in case you guys ever want to peep it out. But that could be down the road, whatever. It's on the laptop. It auto-saved. But it won't let me open it because, again, I have the free trial. But, you know, just something to think about for you listeners out there. And uh, if we ever die, that'll be in our last tapes. <laughs> the last tapes. Uh, so, um, with that being said, let's get straight into this week's episode. Uh, but let's let's touch on uh, our game picks for last week. We're not going to go into full detail who we picked, but my record was 10-5. and five. Rigo, what was yours? Uh, mine was 9-6. and six. Nah, nah, these teams letting me down, man. These teams ain't keeping up their end of the bargain. This is true. Well, let's hop back. Let's hop right to it. Let's get straight to the point. Thursday night football. We had the Los Angeles Rams visit the Seahawks, and the Seahawks won in a thriller with the score of 20-30. to 30. What did you think of this game? Hey, you know what? I, I picked the Seahawks. I thought the Seahawks were going to dominate. This was a close game. Uh, you know, won it with a bit of luck, but got to do what it got to do at the end of the day. Just can't matters if you won or you lost. And the Seahawks got it done. You know, the Rams need to get their shit together. Russell Wilson had four touchdowns on the day, and he's making his case for MVP. Next game, the Jaguars fell short, and they when they visited the Panthers, the Panthers won with a score of 35-27. to 27. Comments, thoughts, concerns? The clash of the backups taking the starting job. Uh, you know, for me, both these guys are their future franchise's quarterbacks. They're going to take the starting job. Uh, you know, the it, it was a good game. It was actually a good game, you know. Uh, Minshew Mania taking over, man. Gardner Minshew. Fell short. The legend continues. Uh, but you know what? The Panthers, man, they got a guy named... Christian McCaffrey, and he's an unstoppable force right now in the NFL. Uh, that guy does everything. And you know what? The Panthers got it done at home. That's all I got to say. McCaffrey also making his case for the MVP. Uh, did you know that McCaffrey has a total of, I believe, 836 yards on the season? And the Jets have a total of 740 so that's saying something. That He's a one-man wrecking crew. It's unbelievable. Following game, the Cardinals visited the Bengals, and the Cardinals came up with their very first win of the season. They went with the score of 26-23. to um, What stood out to you in this game? Um, that's just about what stood out to me in this game. Okay. Ain't nothing stand out. This is a bad game. This is a bad game between two bad teams. It's just one of those games you kind of have to put on the TV. Uh, but you know what? I Like you said, Cardinals got the first win. The Bengals 0-5. It's a surprise to me. I feel like this team, there's a lot. This year, there's a lot of 
really bad teams. More than there's been in recent years, you know? Like, this is these, a lot of these teams are just bad. Uh, so, you know, Cardinals got to win. One of the few ones I think they'll have this season. Good for them. Good for them, yes. Following game, the Falcons visited the Texans, and this was a slobber knocker. The Houston Texans won with the score of 53-32. to Deshaun Watson was 28 for 33, 426 yards, and five touchdowns. And what about his receiver, Will Fuller? 14 catches for 217 yards and three touchdowns. Rigo, what did you think of this game? My boy Deshaun Watson put on a clinic, man. Uh, you know what? The Falcons this year, they're just just—they're not a good team. Let's be honest, they're not a good team. You know, the Texans, Deshaun Watson showing what he got out there. Uh, the, the Texans really, if they could protect uh, Deshaun Watson against good teams, and they have something. That's a good team right there. They could just protect their quarterback. They showed it. Uh, you know, like you said, high-scoring game are always fun to watch. Deshaun Watson put on the show. Next game, the Buccaneers visited the Saints. The Saints won with a score of 31-24. to Teddy Bridgewater was 26 for 34, 314 yards, four touchdowns. And the Saints defense with six sacks on the day. What did you think of this game? These Saints really surprised me. I really thought... They out of these past three games with Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy they're gonna B. be they're gonna be one and two, and now here they're sitting with three and zero. Oh. We talked about this in the beginning, yeah. Uh, you know what? They're really surprising me. They're in four and one right now. Uh, you know that it's interesting. It's interesting to think: Are they gonna get better when Drew Brees comes back? At this point, do you just keep Teddy Bridgewater in there if uh, Drew Brees isn't playing well? Uh, you can't. You know, Drew Brees is gonna get his starting job back. There's no doubt about that. But that's really the question. Because um, a lot of people are saying, oh, the Saints are doing all of this without Drew Brees. And when Drew Brees comes back, it's going to get to another level. But I'm just like, is it really? Is it really going to get to another level with Drew Brees? I honestly don't know. Uh, but you know what? The Saints really surprised me that they went 3-0. and They've gone 3-0 and in the stretch so far. Yeah, and that defense is just playing phenomenal. So... For them to have only lost one game so far, that's pretty impressive. Next up, the Vikings visited the Giants. The Vikings won with a score of 28-10. to 10. Comments, thoughts? Concerns? My boy Danny Dimes took his first loss, man. Yeah, he looked like a rookie out there. You know there. what? It started, he looked like Danny Nichols. Danny, Danny Pennies, maybe. Man, no, not that bad. <laughs> don't, make, don't make him look like that. But you know what? The New York Giants do have a lot, you know, they're starting to get, uh, rack up some injuries. You know, obviously, Danny Dimes is a rookie, got a lot to learn. Uh, you know, New York team without Saquon. Uh, you know, the Vikings got it done. Kirk Cousins answering the calls of all his teammates saying he's trash. <laughs> but you know what? We, we know this from Kirk Cousins. He'll, he'll have you, some he'll, good games. He'll win you some games. He, he'll win you some games. But you know he's a bad quarterback. Don't don't let this guy fool you with one game. His receivers are not fooled. His receivers know next week or the following week he'll go back to being the same trash he is. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. Next up, we had a showdown in London. Yes, that, you heard me. London across the seas. The Bears took on the Oakland Raiders. And what a, what a game by rookie running back Josh Jacobs. He had 26 carries for a buck 23 and two touchdowns on the day. What stood out to you in this game? You know what? This was supposed to be Khalil Mack's game. Revenge of the Mack. This was supposed to be, you know, his revenge, and he was coming for the Raiders. And you know what? For a little while, it almost looked like the Bears staged a comeback in this game. You know, last minute, Raiders got it done. These Raiders are sitting at 3-2. and two. That's a lot better than I thought they were going to be at this point. I, I have to agree you with you. You know what? I'm impressed with these Raiders. Uh, they're doing good. John Gruden, you know, may not be such a fool as we all thought. <laughs> may have, you know, still some football knowledge. And, you know, these Raiders, man, they're looking good. Hopefully they keep it up. And, boy, what, what would it mean to that city of Oakland if this team could rally up and make the playoffs? That would be huge because, you know, this is their last year there. Uh, you got to pull for the Raiders on this one. 
Next up, we had the Jets at the Eagles. The score was 31-6. The Eagles won with the, I'd like to say, a record on the day. Ten sacks the Eagles had on the day. Not much to say about this one. You know, these Jets are just bad right now. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's Sam Darnold. He's coming back next week. Let's see if he can do anything. You know, finally cleared up his mono. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, you know, the the Jets, coaches and all of them keep them away from these women out here. But, you know, the, Jet, the Jets just, they look horrible during the stretch. The Eagles, you know, easy victory for them. Next up, what a, what a battle this game was. The Ravens visited the Steelers and came up with the victory of 26-23. to 23. I, I got to admit here, I'm a little worried about Lamar Jackson. He had three interceptions on the day. I think teams are starting to figure him out. You know what? This game really, it's, you know, at first I thought the Ravens, you know, not so much just Lamar Jackson. I thought the team around him, I thought the Ravens as an overall team were a really good team. But you know what? These past games, they just, they you know, they haven't been looking at great. Lamar Jackson hasn't looked great. Uh, it's concerning. We'll see. I feel, I you know. I feel like this division might be wide open because none of these teams really looks like they're looking to drive away with it. Uh, you know, unfortunately for the Steelers, uh, Rudolph did go down. So they are actually now, when they came into the season uh, with their fourth string quarterback. Practice squad quarterback. That's going to be their starter next week. So, you know what? the It's just the Steelers just keep going from bad luck to worse. I'm starting to feel bad for them. You know, uh, season just keeps going, looking to go more and more downhill. We'll see what happens with them. Yeah, they're definitely going to have a high pick in the draft next year. Uh, actually, they traded away that pick to the Dolphins. So, them Dolphins oh. going to have a good trade pick. For Fitzpatrick, you're right. Wow. Oh, what a boring game. The Bills at the Titans. Bills won with the score of 14-7. The Bills are now 4-1. You know what? Uh, this Bills defense is proving, you know... They're legit. They're legit. They're the real deal. Because, let's be honest, their offense isn't what's winning them games. Let's Trash. be honest. Uh, it's an average offense. Nothing spectacular. This Bills defense, though, really proving themselves. Uh, you know, Bills fans are super happy to be 4-1. and one. The Titans are just another roller coaster team. You don't know what you're going to get from them. Uh... That's about it. I'm done with them. I'm done picking them. Terrible team. Next up, we had the Patriots visit the Redskins. We all know who won. They won with the score of 33-7. to You won. know what? The Patriots, we keep, we keep doing how doing. This defense, uh, you know, this defense, man, it's just, what can I say? I know a lot of people out there saying they haven't had a true test. But they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know, a lot of teams go up against, you know, a stretch of bad teams. But they they, they are sometimes in close games, whatever it may be. The Patriots defense, that's another level defense, man. Redskins had you scared that for, at the end of that first quarter, didn't they? I don't. I never get scared when it comes to the Patriots. Seven to six. Redskins were leading at the end I of the I never first. get scared when it comes to the <laughs> Patriots. Because the Patriots know how to get it done. That's all I can say. You know, the team's really playing good. 5-0 and right now. Might be looking to go 16-0 and this season. You never know. You know, Patriots, let's keep it rolling. And Redskins coach Jay Gruden finally being fired. Finally. After he was caught, you know, out in the streets smoking in a joint with these thotties. <laughs> they finally changed the lock on the door on his ass. Next up, the Broncos visited the Chargers and won their first game of the season. The score was 20-13. All I hear is crickets. Yeah, you know, they, this the Chargers uh, aren't a good team this year. The Broncos, you know, they're looking to, they're looking to just throw everything in the fire and start on you. Uh, you know, reports have come out that they're pretty much, they're looking to trade away their whole roster, their whole roster <laughs> and basically start all over. Uh, so I don't know if they're just, I think they might be over panicking, saying they're going to trade everybody. 
uh, because they haven't necessarily played bad. They're one of those teams that's one and four, but they necessarily haven't played bad. You know, it's it's not necessarily like the Redskins or Dolphins where you're like this team. This team is just bad. So you know, uh, the Broncos. You know, happy for them. Finally got their first win. The Chargers. Eh. We'll see how the rest of the season goes for them. Next up. <laughs> Packers visited the Cowboys in Jerry World. The Packers won with the score of 34-24. to Packers running back Aaron Jones had four touchdowns on the day. Dak Prescott with three interceptions on the day. And uh, you know what they say, partner. You can't spell Dallas without two L's. Uh, should Cowboys fans be concerned? You know what? I think there is time. You know, I'm not going to say... Panic, but there should be cause for concern at this point. You know, the Cowboys, you know, when we did our first episode, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl against my Patriots. You know, there is start started cause for concern because these Cowboys, they have a Super Bowl roster. They really do have a great roster. Uh, Jason Garrett is not a great coach. Uh, I think, the you know, obviously the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, you know he's a rookie. He's a uh, basically you know offensive coordinator. He's he's learning the tricks of the trade. Uh, some a report came out that basically you know the coaches from the Packers and Saints you know the week previous to that looked at his tapes from Boy State and he's doing exactly the same things he did there and that gave him away. So I think he just needs to learn to adjust to the NFL. You know, uh, be a little bit more, be able to adjust to the play. With that said, the Cowboys almost staged a comeback. And, you know, towards the end of the game, they really got a good. I think they just need to stay committed to Zeke running. Uh, it's not necessarily saying, you know, Dak can't win you a game. But any great team doesn't just because something goes bad right away leave that plan. You know, you got to stay committed. I think they get a little bit too pass happy for a little while. And they'll go on some plays where they just don't run it at all. You always got to keep that running option open. You can't just completely abandon it and just go to throwing. That's not going to win you games, you know. But I watched this game. It was a good game. It was interesting. Uh, Packers, you know, 4-1, and one, playing good. Uh, the Cowboys, it's concerning. Yeah, I think I think what uh, – I, I love the way Dak was performing in the first, few, uh, first four weeks. I, I think it was great what he was able to do with his arm. But at the end of the day, I truly believe that this team is a running team first because if you're successful running the ball that opens up play action for you and that's when Dak can start throwing bombs but you're right I think they do get a little too trigger happy with passing the ball but I I wouldn't be too concerned just yet Uh, you got the New York Jets next you have the New York Jets next that should be an easy win for the Cowboys and then they play Philly that'll be the next big ultimate test for them Next up, Sunday Night Football. Boy, an upset in KC. What is going on? You had the Colts visit the Chiefs. The Colts walked out with the score of 19-13. Running back Marlon Mack for the Colts was 29 for 132 yards. And that indie defense with four sacks on the night. What stood out to you in this game? The Chiefs cannot stop the run. And that's going to be a big problem for them. Come play because, us. Um, yeah, I mean, they really need to learn to stop the run. And, you know, uh, the Chiefs have also the same problem. Uh, they also do not run the ball good. They are completely just based on a passing game. And the thing is, eventually teams in the NFL are going to be able to plan against you. And you have no running game whatsoever. The passing game is going to be hard to open up sometimes. And, you know, the Colts really were able to stump the Chiefs, held, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, to not a great game. They really, you know, need to fix their own running game and their defense against the run. If not, uh, I do not see them being as strong as they were last year. Yeah, if anything, I I think their defense is worse than last year. Yeah, so they're definitely going to have to improve. If they really want to contend for the Super Bowl, I would I would almost go as to say trade for a star defensive player. I mean, there's plenty of them available before the deadline is here, but who knows? We'll see. And finally, Monday Night Football game, the best game 
of the of week five, in my opinion. Just kidding. Uh, just for me. The Browns visited the Niners, and the Niners won with a score of 31-3. The 49ers are now 4-0. Both running backs for the Niners, Breida and Coleman, both rushed for a total of 211 yards. And that ferocious Niner defense with four sacks on the day and two picks. What would you like about this game? Did you catch this game at all? Uh, I didn't catch this game. I was taking care handling some business out of town. But I do got to say, Browns fans, you know, this was not a good one. Uh, there's no identity how they're playing. Odell Beckham. You know what? You know what this Odell Beckham reminded me of in this game. You know how when you play, like let's say you you go to the park and you play a little five on five, and you know there's this one. There's always one guy on the team. There's always this one guy who thinks that he can do everything, that he's gonna fix the whole team himself, and you know starts really messing up more than he's actually doing good for the team. Uh, that was Odell on that game. They had Odell here, you know try to throw. They basically had Adele play quarterback, play running back, play receiver, and play punt receiver. Yeah, and on that one punt return, he uh, fumbled the ball. Yeah. Great. Uh, It was just, I don't know. And another thing is, this coaching staff just let him do that. Why was, what was the reason behind them just letting Odell do all this stuff? Yeah, they game plans specifically for those plays. Like, why would you do that? You have a good running back. They, you know what? I I don't know. I I was very disappointed. I uh, did lose a bet on this game. And Browns, you know, I, I, I think I might I, I think I might take my my leave off the hype train of the Browns. Hey, I gotta ask you, uh, how's that hype juice tasting? It's starting to taste a little sour, like it might have expired. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the Browns team, they're, they're like that pretty girl from high school, you know. Uh, she's really pretty. She she wakes up every morning, does her makeup, comes to school smelling nice. But when you take her out on a date, she can't even hold a conversation. This team is just not what it is. It's not what it looks like on paper. Baker Mayfield, do you believe Baker Mayfield was 8 for 22 on the night? Or only 100 yards? Can you believe that? Yeah, that that and Vegas, was... and Vegas had this guy as MVP for this season. I, I just think Freddie Kitchens is not helping that team at all. I believe he he's too much of a players coach, which is probably why we saw all those plays specifically designed for Odell. And that's just not you're not gonna win any games like that. Force feeding the ball to players, and uh, I'm I, I'm a little concerned if I'm a Browns fan right now. Not looking good. It's looking like the same old Browns. Hey, they won two games already, man. A couple seasons ago, that would have been a good thing. <laughs> this is true. <coughs> well, that wraps it up for our week five uh, recap. We'll be back shortly with our week six picks. time for week six picks with JNR of Dual Threat Radio. You already know what time it is. Let's start with the Thursday night football game on primetime. We got the Danny Dimes-led Giants visiting the New England Patriots in Foxborough. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if Eli was starting, I would have picked the Giants. But <laughs> I got the Patriots winning this game with a score of 38-17. to Um... If Eli was starting and you would have picked the Giants, you would have been wrong. Hey, Patriot Slayer. Uh, that was... Let, let's stop living in the past. Patriot Slayer. Let, let's stop living in the past. Eli had Belichick's number. That's like me saying, oh shit, gas gonna go back down to $2 a gallon. Hey, might be. Uh, But no... Uh, Danny Dimes about to be looking like Danny Pennies in this game. Danny Pennies, uh, I like that. I wouldn't doubt it that 
they throw. I don't think Danny, Danny, you know, Penny's gonna have no touchdown in this game. I think the Patriots are not gonna allow a, a touchdown in this game. I think this might be a game where the Patriots run it up. Run it up. They do it every week. The first action for Sunday, we got another showdown in London. You got the Panthers visiting the Buccaneers. I'm going with the Panthers. They're just too hot right now. I got them winning with the score of 27 to 17. All I got to say is run CMC because they can't stop them. And the Bucks are not going to be able to stop Christian McCaffrey. Kyle Allen is playing good. The Panthers, I, I feel like it's going to be an easy win for them. I agree with you there. And it's going to add more to why they need to move off of Cam. I, I got to agree with you there. <laughs> Next up, you got the Bungles <coughs> visiting the Ravens. I got the Ravens winning this game with a score of 24-7. to I also have the Ravens winning this game, but this is what I'm saying about this game. If this is a close one, even if they win it, there has to be some serious concern about the Ravens. This is a game where not only do they have to win, but they have to win clearly, and they have to pull away with this one. Uh, you know, I'm really hoping this is a bounce back week for Lamar Jackson and this, you know, Baltimore team. But they really need to show me something this week. But I'm still, I'm gonna pick them. Think they're gonna win. But I really want to see a dominant win by them. <coughs> Next up, got the Seahawks visiting the Browns. It's not looking good for the Browns. I have the Seahawks winning this game with a score of 34 to 14. You know what? I also got the Seahawks, but part of me, just part of me wants to believe, you know, that the Browns, you know, whack-ass gameplay somehow works sometime. Hey, they're being consistent right now. They lost, then they won, then they lost, and then they won again, and then they took their, their loss last week. Hell, they might be going for 8-8, eight and eight and this might be their week to win a game. But you know what? I'm going to pick the Seahawks. Because I believe in my boy Russell Wilson. Uh, but with the Browns, I honestly feel like anything happened. One week they could be, you know, a top NFL team. And the next week they'll be in a dumpster fire. But I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game. Alrighty. Next up, we got the Saints <laughs> at the Jaguars. You know what? I got the Jags on this one. Men Mania running wild for that ass. I got the Jags winning this 28-21. Man, Gardner Minshew got me out here trying to grow a mustache that I can't even grow. <laughs> but, no, really, um, you know, apart from all the memes and everything made about this guy, I think he's a potentially, you know, future franchise quarterback for this team. I think he's playing good. He's you know? playing very well. And I actually have the, the Jags in this game, too. I think, surprisingly, this is going to be this... Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's first loss this season against the Jags. You know, uh, a lot of people probably think they're just going to come in and dominate. I'm going to take the Jags in this one. Uh, I think Gardner Minshew, you know, uh, is going to have a good game. I'm going with the Jags. Next up, another good game. You got the Texans at the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is going to bounce back. I got my homie, Mahomes. Winning this, uh, leading his Chiefs into victory. I got the Chiefs winning 35-28. You know what? Uh, this is a close game for me because I really think, uh, you know, the Chiefs do have something to prove. I think Mahomes has something to prove and he wants to bounce back. Uh, the Texans, you know, they really dominated the Falcons. They have a good gameplay. The Chiefs don't really have a great defense. I think the Texans' number one problem is, you know, when they go against a really good defensive line and, you know, they can't protect uh, Deshaun Watson. But that's not going to be a, such a big problem with the Chiefs. Uh, so that, I think this is going to be a really close one. Uh, part of me wants to pick the Texans, but then part of me just says, you know, Mahomes is looking to have a bounce-back week and he's going to play it out. And the Chiefs are at home. But you know what? I'm going to take the Texans on this one. After after analyzing, talking about it right now, talk myself into it, I'm going to take the Texans in this week. All right. That, that, that's what we're here for, to, to disagree. <laughs> Next up, we got the Tank Bowl, man. The Tank Bowl, the Trash Bowl, the Dumpster Fire Bowl. You got the Redskins with their new head coach. 
visiting the Dolphins. Um, I think I think the Redskins will win, and simply because they have two quarterbacks on that roster that have won games in this league. Whether you start Colt McCoy or Case Keenum, I just think the Dolphins are beyond terrible, and they're really going for that number one pick. So I think the Redskins will win 17-10. So this is my thing. Of course, you know, just like George said, this is the tank. This isn't. This is not the tank ball. You know what? Let me say that it could be the trash ball, but it's not the tank ball. Because there's a difference between the Dolphins and the Redskins. The Dolphins doing this on purpose. The Redskins were trying to win, and they just found out they were trash and lost all five games. <laughs> uh, the re- only reason. I, I'm not going to lie to you. The only reason that I'm going to pick the Redskins is because I truly believe, like my partner said, the Dolphins are tanking for the number one pick. And I really think that they, they you know, in their minds know that if they win this game against the Redskins, the Redskins might only win one or two games this whole season. If the Dolphins, you know, mess around and win this game, and then let's say win another two games, they just went from the number one pick to number two. If you're looking at tank, there's no difference between winning one game and three games. There really isn't. So I don't think the Dolphins are going to mess around with their tanking and throw this game. The Redskins are going to get the first win. Another another great game for Sunday. You got the Eagles visiting the Vikings. You know what? I got the Eagles winning 27-24. Who you got? You know, I also got the Eagles winning this game. Because let's be honest, Vikings, you know, I know Kirk Cousins looked good last week. But let's be honest, that's not a consistent Kirk Cousins. Uh, he might he might go he might go back to being a trash quarterback, you know, this week. I think the Eagles are a really good team. I think they're going to beat the Vikings. I don't think it's necessarily going to be them running away with it. Because let's not forget the Vikings do have a good defense. And they're at home. And, that, and they're at home. And really that's what's keeping them afloat, you know. It's so sad to see a team like the Vikings because if you really look at the Vikings, if the Vikings had a good quarterback, that's that's a that's a potential Super Bowl team. I agree. If they you. really had a quarterback. So it's just sad to see how much they're making a stupid decision on a guy like Kirk Cousins really is messing them up. They should have kept Teddy Bridgewater. Look at him now. Balling <laughs> out for the Saints. Next up, you got a snooze fest. You got the Falcons at the Cardinals. Falcons 21-17. I also picked the Falcons, you know, regardless, you know, them being bad this year, the Cardinals are also really bad. I think the Falcons just have, you know, some more experience and some better players. I think they're going to take this one. Next up, whoo, my Niners with their verge. Uh, my Niners with their, fuck. <laughs> my Niners with their first huge test of the season. You got the Niners visiting the Rams. <coughs> But you know what? I got Kyle Shanahan, the offensive mastermind, leading his team to victory with a score of twenty-eight to twenty-one. Who you got? You know, this is gonna be a good this this is really gonna be a really good game. Because I feel like there's two teams here that are gonna try to prove themselves. You know, the 49ers obviously, their first real big test. So they're gonna try to be proving themselves. The Rams, you know, there is a lot of questions around them right now. So against these Niners, you know, that are 4-0, they're really going to try to prove something to people that, you know, they're still the name. Obviously, this is a divisional game, you know, really important. I actually agree with you. I think the 49ers are going to get it done. I do not think the Rams are as dominant as they were last year. I think they definitely have some issues. Uh, You know, the 49ers seem week to week to be clicking a little bit better. Uh, So I think the 49ers are going to take this one. Yeah, and you know, Jared Goff just has not been playing well. I, I don't think he has. Uh, he's been having uh, growing pains. In my I opinion. really see uh, Jared Goff as being another type Kirk Cousins player. Not as bad as Kirk Cousins, but in that caliber where you really overpaid this guy. And now you're stuck with somebody that at the once, you know, consistently is going to start costing you games. Next up, another snooze bowl. You got the Titans at the Broncos. Broncos win 24-17. I also got the Broncos winning this game. You know, I think, you know, it's going to do something for their confidence uh, last week. I hope they win this game. You know, maybe it'll, it'll, 
take make them consider a little pause on their whole wanting to basically trade Rebuild. their whole roster. Yeah. But I think they're going to win this game. The Titans are just really inconsistent. So you never know what team you're getting with the Titans. But I think the Bron- Broncos can pull away a win at home. Do you think uh, Do you think Mariota will get benched in this game? I don't think so. You know, he has actually been playing pretty good this season. You know, he's obviously pr- playing to prove himself. Because if uh, Mariota has a bad season this year, the Titans would probably most likely be looking to get a new quarterback. Uh, so I definitely think, uh, you know, Mariota's playing for a contract. Well, I mean, they have a... Sorry to interrupt you, but they have Tannehill on the bench, you know, started in Miami. I don't think he'll get benched in this game. But you know what? It, it just depends. Like I said, the Titans are really up and down. Uh, you don't know what team you're getting week to week. Next up, you got the Cowboys visiting the Jets. I have the Cowboys bouncing back. I got them winning with a score of 34-14. to 14. Yeah, this is another team, the Cowboys, where... You know, obviously the Jets are getting some of their players back. They are the Jets were missing a lot of players. They're getting a lot of they're getting some of those players back. This is a game where the Cowboys really have to show something. They have to dominantly win uh, because obviously the past you know uh, this last game wasn't too great. So they have to put up a dominant win. Uh, let's see where them boys are at. Sunday nighter, man. Who this game should have got rescheduled. You got the Steelers visiting the Chargers. I got the Chargers winning 27-10. Yeah, you know, this is a game you would have thought like last year. Oh, that's a good game. Uh, This year, that's just kind of a really bad game. You know, really feeling bad for the Steelers. They're basically going to be on their practice squad quarterback. That's who's going to take the field, you know, for them on Sunday night. Uh, The Chargers aren't looking great this year either. But you know what? I see the Chargers winning this one easily. You know, the Steelers just, it goes from bad to worse. And finally, Monday Night Football, we got an NFC North showdown. You got the Lions visiting the Packers. You know what, partner? I'm going to go with the upset. I got the Lions winning this game with a score of 24-21. to 21. You know what? This, this, this game's a really close one. Uh, the Lions, you know, boy, Matt Patricia got the Lions playing good. Uh, they're, they're definitely a threat, you know. They went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, almost came out of victory with them. Uh, so their their offense they're is playing good. They're scratching for a win. Their defense is playing good. They're, they're, they're really being a good team this year, you know. And I would want to pick them, but I think the Packers at home, I think their offense, you know, it's starting to click a little bit more in their offense. Uh, so I really, I think it's going to be a really close one, but I think the Packers are going to do just enough to get the win. Yeah. And let's not forget though, you know, the Lions did previously have a bye week. So I believe some of those players will be fresh. I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a challenge for A-Rod and the, and the Packers. And lastly, uh, teams on the bye week this week, the Bears, Colts, Oakland and Buffalo and just real quick uh which one of these teams do you think is going to benefit from the bye week uh I uh, actually you know what we, I think we have the time to go through all four so obviously Chicago they're without Trubisky their backup is a backup for a reason he, he couldn't get the job done in London um I, I don't know how do you know how how much time uh Trubisky's gonna miss I don't know but I do definitely think this buy would be good for them because obviously they just went to London. You know that's that's a big trip to take. Definitely. Uh, you know I think I think you know after losing this game to the Raiders, they definitely need to kind of revamp themselves a little bit. So I think it'll be a really good buy for them. Uh, next thing you said is is the Bills. You know, I don't really think the Bills benefit at all from this buy. If anything, I think maybe could potentially they're losing a little bit of momentum. Obviously, this defense is playing really solid. Uh, I think if anything for them, a buy would have been good, better, like later on in the season. I don't really think this does anything for them at all. Then you got the Colts. Uh, obviously, confidence is high in uh, Indianapolis. I believe when they come back, they play the Texans. So I think they might benefit from this bye week. Yeah, obviously, you know, I think it'll be good for them. 
because obviously, like you said, they're going to come back and they're going to play against a divisional rival of games that are like must win. So I think it'll be really good for them to, you know, get the bye before they play the Texans, which is probably the best team in their division. So, you know, that'll probably benefit them greatly. The last team, the Raiders, you know, the Raiders have been picking up steam lately. Uh, like Rigo mentioned earlier in the episode, we didn't picture this team being 3-2 and two at the end of Week 5. So, I don't know. I, I think the Raiders might be pretty confident as well right now. You know what? I actually don't like this buy for the Raiders. Because I think that after coming off that Bears win, you know, these guys are pumped. Uh, you know, the running back, you know, have great week pumped. I think if anything, this bye week, I get, you know, you got a bye week. It was a long trip to London. But I think this hurts them. I feel like it takes off some some motivation. You know, you were getting, you got it rolling. Uh, I don't I, I don't think it's going to benefit them as much because I think after that Bears win, they were just really pumped up. You know, all in all, I think the ones that are going to benefit the most from it are really the Colts. Just because coming back from the bye, they're going to take their biggest, uh, you know, divisional rival, the Texans. Alrighty, that sums up our week six picks. Uh, coming up for our last segment, our topic segment. Our last segment for the evening is our topic segment. And uh, uh, let me ask you, uh, Rigo, do you think it's time for the Browns to start hitting that panic button on what they got going on right now? <clears throat> um, let me put it to you this way. You know you know how, like, when you, you know, let's say you go up to a pharmacy or something like that. There's always, like, those one those little ring buttons at the... The bell. The little ring bells, Yeah. And, you know, says ring for service. Yes. And, you know, most of the time you ring it once, uh, nobody comes. Then you ring it twice, nobody comes. So then you get a little bit annoyed and, you know, you kind of do some quick rings like, ring, ring, ring. And, you know, finally somebody comes. That's just about what uh, Browns fans need to be doing with that panic button. Because, you know, it's about time they're hitting that panic button just like ring, 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 ring. These Browns, uh, you know, Freddie Kitchens doesn't know what he's doing I think you know obviously he doesn't know how to handle being a head coach the fact that Odell Beckham was allowed to do all that he was done all that he did last game it's just foolish you shouldn't they I think they were just catering to him because the previous game he didn't really wasn't really you know contribute contribute to the game so I think this week they just made it to where like Odell here you know here's your cookie we're gonna play for you you got you got to play to win at the end of the day, you know, if players players are never are never really going to be unhappy if you're winning. You know, because eventually, you know, with those wins, there's going to be games where you really contribute. There's games where you're not. If you want to be on a winning team, that's the mentality you got to have. You just got to play to win games. And then another thing is they really got to stop abandoning that run. I, I just find it so stupid that anybody from the outside can see, hey, you guys have a great running back. Why don't you guys stick with the run? Because when you have won games, it's because you run. And then it opens up play action to these guys, these weapons that you have. You know, I still think Baker Mayfield, you know, I know he's playing like shit. He's looking like shit out there. I can admit that. I think he's still a good uh, quarterback. But I think, you know, obviously he's still not fully developed yet. You know, obviously the guy has what it takes. But I think, you know, right now with the Browns, you can't just expect them, you know, you can't just play, make up these game plans that are so crazy and then just tell them, here, and, you know, get it done. I think you need to establish the run game and they ought to open it up for, you know, Odell and Jarvis Landry. I, I could see uh, Freddie Kitchens being the next coach fired. Yeah, his, his, his play calling is just not, it's not ideal <laughs> for a team that, you know, wants to win football games, uh, and it's unfortunate. I was, I, I was on the hype train a little bit, but you know what? The season is still technically young. The Browns still have a shot at that division, um, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. Next question: Which player 
which star player do you think will get traded before the 2019 trade deadline? Uh, let, let's put it this way. Uh, I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain it to you this way. Right. right now, Bill Belichick is you know getting his binoculars out, getting his chair, getting his popcorn, and seeing what's going down in Minnesota. Because the way it's looking is Stefan Diggs is looking to leave this team, and Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I feel could potentially be the team that's going to go after him. So if I had to say one player, and really just because of the fact that it's not just so much, you know, the team. Stefan Diggs has been making a lot of comments. Kind of like where players, you kind of expect the player to eventually just kind of hold out and not show up. And, you know, really when a a player does that, it's hard for the team to keep him. You know, you kind of start thinking... Well, let's try to get something out of it, you know. So I really think Stefan Diggs is gonna be the player, the soon soon gonna be the star player that gets traded, and hopefully he comes to New England. What do you think? Who do you think is the player is gonna get traded? This one's a tough one for me. Um, I don't like, I don't like seeing players get traded. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm real big on loyalty, and but. Let's 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 be honest. Let, let's get down to the reality of what the NFL is today, and there's no more loyalty between teams and players. I like I like your prediction. Um, Stephon Diggs is definitely a player I see that can be traded. Um, man, you know I I think Jalen Ramsey might get traded. Um, he got <laughs> he weaseled his way out of playing last week and. Um, I think he's going to try to do the same this week. Uh, uh, the only pushback that I have on Jalen Ramsey is because the the I think it was the GM has come out and said the owner the owner yeah. that they're not looking he wants to keep him there. Uh, reportedly, you know, from my sources in the NFL, I've heard that you know a team did offer actually offer two first rounders for him. That's what the uh, you know asking price. That's is. what the asking price was. A team offered it, and they got declined. So I'm starting to think they're not interested whatsoever in actually trading him. I think I think another player, and this might be bold, but I think Odell might end up getting traded. The Browns are not utilizing him well, and uh, this is a guy that that thrives off making numbers. And I mean, he he's a dynamic playmaker. We we both know this. So I'd say Odell Beckham. Possibly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles trade for Diggs or Beckham. Uh, that that owner has been known to make some real blockbuster trades th- during the season. So, that, that I guess that's my prediction. You know what? That's not about prediction. Uh, one thing we do with, know with Odell, you know, uh, he does like the bright lights on him. If things start going really bad in Cleveland, he's not getting the ball. I could see, you know. Odell start to, you know, say he wants out too. And I'm not going to lie, it might not be the worst thing for Cleveland not feeling like they have to feed him and just making a game plan to win. I have to agree with you there. Well, last question for the night. Rigo, I got to ask you, who's your MVP candidate so far this season? Uh, my MVP candidate is gonna be Run CMC Christian McCaffrey. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, I I I don't like to you know talk about the whole race card and everything, but I, we have to talk about it with this player. You know, the running back is is something predominantly that was you know let's be honest, black running backs. Black running backs. And they, they're, they're the great running backs. It's the black running backs. But Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's changing it up. He's a white running back. And honestly, I'm going to say it right now. You know, at this moment in time, forgetting about, you know, these past seasons, just at this very moment in time, I think he's the best running back in the game. And you know what? 
he's having an MVP type season, like you said. Just the amount of you know offensive uh, scrimmage yards this guy has. This guy runs. This guy catches. He's really put the Panthers, I think, you know, on his back during this run that they've been playing good. He's really the big difference maker. The thing that sucks is, you know, the MVP. It's mostly, you know, uh, quarterbacks are always going to get favoritism in this award. But I really think that Christian McCaffrey is the MVP so far. And if he keeps this up, I don't see any way or any reason why he would not win MVP this season. Yeah, he's definitely making his case. I like your pick. I'm going to have to go with Danger Russ, Russell Wilson. He's definitely putting the team on his back. If there's a world record for squatting, I think Russell Wilson is take it is going to would take it because he is putting the entire team on his back and he is running at full force with them. I think Russell Wilson is definitely top three candidate for MVP this season. Well, folks, uh, you know, that comes to the conclusion of this week's episode. Uh, Like I said, again, sorry for missing last week. You know, hopefully you guys enjoy this week's episode. Uh, If you guys have any feedback, you know, please let us know. Uh, You guys have any particulars, even, you know, it's not necessarily related with something uh, you know, with a with a game, you know, something in the NFL you guys want us to talk about. Let us know. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, having a really good time with you guys. Hope you guys are liking the show. See you next time. Yes, definitely. Uh, you know, we are on Instagram for all you people. Uh, we are Instagram. We are on Instagram for all you party people out there. We are at Dual Threat Radio Pod all together. That's D-U-A-L, Threat Radio Pod, on Instagram. And like my partner here said, you know, we're having a blast doing this. Uh, hopefully we can interact with, we hopefully we can interact with more of you out there. And yeah, let's, let's enjoy this Sunday and watching the game we love. This is a J- J&R saying peace out. Have a good night. See ya.